Hi, I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. It's season two, episode nine. And welcome back. We said we'd be back April 4th. Ivana, you are back. I'm back. I'm back from the sunny beaches of Cuba. And it was wonderful? It was amazing. Oh, I'm so glad to hear. We're sorry we took that quick hiatus, but we have a fantastic show ahead of you. So let's get to it. Yeah, I was going to, like, all of a sudden tease this, but they're here. They want it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time for a top three turf war. And this week... Because Ivana is just freshly back from vacation, we are doing the best vacation travel movies. I'm very excited. We had a little bit of uh, back and forth on what this actually meant. So we're going to lay out the, the ground rules for you. They need to be laid out. A vacation movie is a movie wherein our protagonist or anti-hero, lead character if you will, endeavors to go away somewhere that isn't home for the express purpose of relaxing or exploring or going on a vacation, that kind of thing. Right. Why don't you kick us off with what ended up being your number three vacation traveling kind of movie? I think you're going to like this one. I might. I hope it's the same as yours. It might be. Cabin in the Woods. That is wrong. That is not (laughs) on my list. (laughs) See, here's the thing. I thought for sure we'd have one in common because our Ben Affleck performances last week, we screwed that up. There was not one thing in common. That was a hard top three to come up with so cabin in the woods is your number three my number three is the one i think is on your list somewhere and that is forgetting sarah marshall oh my god (laughs) forgetting sarah marshall jason siegel you get to see his penis and he goes to hawaii on vacation trying to get away from his ex i completely how did you forget that can i put it on my list now I feel like you might have to, but hold on. We'll wait and and we'll figure out where forgetting Sarah Marshall will actually have to live at the end of this list. So I don't. I I totally forgot about that movie. I don't know how you forget about that movie. I was movie. having such a hard time coming up with this list because at first when I googled vacation movies and I scrolled through the list that Google gives you, as you do when you build a list, of course, I was like, I hate this movie. I never watched this movie. I hate this movie. I never watched this movie. And forgetting Sarah Marshall was not on that list. I did not need Google for this one. Russell Brand is on point. Jason Segel. I really wanted to take over my number two spot i feel like i want to throw out my number two movie okay well tell me what your number two movie is and i'll see if i can let it go or not it's the hangover see that's a pretty that's a pretty good vacation movie though it's a pretty good vacation movie but it's not as good as my number one vacation movie hold on i I, so the hangover is your number two no i i want my number two to be forgetting sarah marshall gotta wait and then see Ah, fine. because you made the list well i'm clearly rethinking my own list (laughs) Okay, number two on my list is Vacation, the original Vacation with Chevy Chase and the road trip to Wally World, where they stay in different hotels, they stay they camp, they go to the Grand Canyon, per se. They, um, you know, drive a good distance with a, dr- a dog dragging from their car. That vacation is hilarious. I am pretty sure I'm the only person in the world who doesn't like those movies. 
Really? Like not even Christmas. That's the thing is I don't even know that I've ever seen the original vacation. I've seen Vegas vacation. I've seen Christmas. I've seen a whole bunch of them. I hate all of them, especially Christmas, especially Christmas. That is everybody loves this movie. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. Wow. Okay. I think we when we went through Christmas movies, I think we had that Christmas vacation discussion already. Yeah. But okay. Uh, What's your number one? The Beach. I love The Beach. It's an honorable mention, but the number one movie for me is The Great Outdoors with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. I've never seen it. How can you call yourself Canadian? (laughs) I call myself Eastern European most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) But don't you want to be Canadian? Come on. I'm quite happy with my mixed heritage. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're going to remove the hangover or are you going to bump the hangover to three? I would get rid of the hangover. I would just like bump it. Okay. So why was it number two on your list if you want to get rid of it? I didn't think about forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. But the hangover is number two on your list. Mm -hmm. Cabin in the Woods is number three. Why wouldn't it just I guess come to me, down and bump out Cabin in the Woods? They're so similar, Forgetting Sir ha- Marshall and oh, The Hangover. Oh, I see. Well, I was, I was going to be like, how is The Hangover <laughs> similar to Cabin in the Woods? No. I've, forgetting Sir Marshall and The Hangover, I'm, if I'm going to have a comedy, it's going to be Forgetting Sir Marshall, which I love so much more than The Hangover. The Hangover was in there because it was a vacation movie. It really like spawned a new form of comedy in and of itself. But it's not that it was like my favorite movie of all time. I just kind of respected what it did. And technically it was a vacation movie. Whereas Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I know. It's like one of the best movies of all time. All right. So Forgetting Sarah Marshall is your number two movie now. Because you had forgotten it existed. Yeah. For a part of time. Yeah. Wow. I've been really consumed with ghost stories recently, by the way. So my brain is like all on ghost stories. Automatically Cabin in the Woods. So. Cabin in the Woods and The Great Outdoors are very similar. There is a Cabin in the Woods in both. One is a really, really great family comedy from the 80s. <laughs> the other makes fun of every horror movie from the 80s. Yeah. So it sort of fits. It does. Uh, but I-, I can't believe you haven't seen The Great Outdoors. I have a little DVD kit that I travel with during the summer months. And in this, we have Jaws. I have Cabin in the Woods, Uncle Buck, and The Great Outdoors is one of these DVDs. And anytime I get to a cottage in the summer, we put on The Great Outdoors because you've got so many, like going to visit the dump to see the bears. Such a Canadian thing. Um, that's a that's like a thing that happens? That's People a do thing. That? I know that you are not a big camper. I am not. I've been the Bracebridge dump and there are no bears. What's your number one again? The Beach. It reminds me a lot of Lord of the Flies. The first time I ever watched it, I didn't really want to watch it, but I was flipping channels and I just became mesmerized by it. It's a creepy movie. Super creepy movie. Super interesting. And it just draws you in. But I will concede that The Great Outdoors sounds like a lot of fun. And you have John Candy as this good-natured family man trying to take his kids out to the woods to have like moments with them and and then you have Dan Aykroyd who just is there for his own selfish reasons to crash their party to to crash in their cabin and he just takes over this vacation and John Candy you watch as he just gets more and more infuriated. Oh, by it. I hate those movies. What? It's like a great buddy comedy. Yeah, no, I we talked about it. This is the same reason why I hate it. Christmas Vacation. I hate Christmas Vacation because I always side with the John Candy-esque character. 
Which you're supposed to. Are you? Because I yes. just get so infuriated by the Ackroyd-esque characters that by the end of it, I can't enjoy the movie. I, I get into the mindset of the straight man that I no longer find the movie funny because I'm completely watching it through the eyes of the straight man who's going freaking crazy. Okay. So this summer, we're going to watch it. It's mm-hmm. going to be one of our movies that we watch for club. And you can tell everybody if this held up with this one, too. I'll give you The Great Outdoors in the number one spot if our following two are number two, Forgetting, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall, Marshall, and number and three, beach. Cabin in the Woods. Well, your one should be in there as well. I know, but I just... And it's on my honorable mention. So what's the deal with Cabin in the Woods? Why is it so high up and cannot move out of that spot? <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I really love that movie. I just thought it was such a good movie. It was so much fun. The beach is mesmerizing. I respect it. And it's Danny Boyle, who's a fantastic director. But I had more fun with Captain in the Woods. And this is a vacation compilation. And therefore, maybe the ones that we have fun with are the ones that stick around. But let's face it. A lot of people died in your All the people died in your number three. Not a really great vacation for anyone. Nobody said the vacation had to be good. I'm sure well, that's true because that in poor vacation. John Candy yep. right. had a horrible vacation. You're right. And God knows Jason Siegel had a weird one. Yeah. Although I would say that his was good at the end of the day. Are any of ours good? The beach, he almost dies. Oh, the beach is he so, did not have a good so depressing. There was a shark attack. And then they left that guy to like die. Out of sight, out of mind. That was shocking. Shocking. You know, I really liked that movie, actually. It's in my honorable mention, so I have no problem putting the beach on this list. I think uh, we do The Great Outdoors at number one. Okay. I think the beach goes in that number two spot. Okay. And then Forgetting Sarah Marshall stays at three. And the here's, here's my reasoning for this. All right. Okay? Cabin in the Woods is about a cabin in the woods. Our number one is about a cabin in the woods. <laughs> They're both cabin in the woods movies. We go for a breadth of vacation. I feel that's a good list. Let's All do right. this list. So, number three, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Number two, The Beach. And the number one vacation movie on this list, The Great Outdoors. I think that's a good list. And I do think we should come back and watch The Great Outdoors uh, this summer when summer season kicks off. I like it. I had a couple honorable mentions. Can I just mention them? Yeah, real quick? I had a couple too. Good. Uh, Euro trip. That was an honorable mention. I mean, it was fun, but it so was, much fun. I like. It wasn't I just, good. I have a blast with that movie, and they are definitely on vacation. I just don't know that it's good enough to be an honorable mention. Uh, beer fest. That one I'll give you. That honorable was good mention. enough. It is a tournament, but also. Eh, take vacation time to do that. Mm-hmm. And they find out about the tournament when they're on vacation at Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Club Dread, which is a resort comedy horror movie. I've not seen that one, actually. And The Beach, which is now on our list. No need to be honorable. My uh, honorable mention was Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Wow. Woody Allen movie. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. That's just it? That was that's it. <laughs> All right. New segment. What? I know. I love it when we have new segments because, I don't know, it's just so much fun to do something new. The new segment that we're doing is Would We Survive? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Would We Survive? And I've picked something and Ivana's picked something. So I'm going to ask Ivana, hey, would you survive this? What would you do? And then top of your head survival mode kicks in and you got to tell me what you would do 
and I'll let you know if the things you did would help you survive or if you would die. The scenario I threw out, like... I'm screwed? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Did you stack the deck so I would die? Well, no, I don't know. I just, I threw out a a situation and I'll explain what it is. There is a rule. There is no zombie apocalypse allowed. Throw me your situation. I'm very curious. We could be playing a totally different game, everyone. We might be playing a totally different (laughs) game and got this all wrong. So here's the deal. We are in April when you're listening to this. We're recording it just outside of April. And Toronto has this new problem of these crazy flash floods. If you were caught in a really bad flash flood, I'm talking the Calgary flash floods or the ones that happen in the south sometimes, really bad flash flooding, quick water rising to your eyeballs, what would you do? Am I outdoors or indoors? You are outdoors. I don't even know that I know what a flash flood is. So flash flood is when all around you like, is water. Is it water. like a sinkhole? No, it's it's just from the ground up, Just there's so much rain that they stuff the sewers mm-hmm. and the water rises at an uncontrollable rate. So if you were in your car, your car would probably stall out because there's water. Well, if I was in my car, I guess I would stop immediately roll down the window get to the roof of the car okay if the water's still rising i would then try to again i guess either tread water depending on how underwater i am uh while leaving my head above water slash floating and try to find like a building or something to latch onto and i would climb that and get on high ground okay so i think you would survive pretty okay yeah immediately get out of your car that is the first like thing that they say get to high ground top of the car or Work your way to high ground. Mm-hmm. If you are in the water, make sure you're always pointed downstream with your feet first. So if you're if you're if there's a current taking you, oh, I your see. feet have to be your in feet. front of you, yeah. so that you don't bash your head into something. That's very smart. As soon as you can, start listening to the radio because the radio will tell you where the affected areas are, and then you can make your next move. Very cool. Yes. So I think you would probably survive. That I'm very happy that I would survive I think, this. Yeah, I think you would. I'm pretty sure we concocted slightly different games. What's my game? <laughs> what did you do? Because I don't have a solution. Am I for zombie you. P- apocalypse? Here? No, no, but like I don't have tips to give you. Okay, fair, totally fair. It just we, it is what it is, guys. This is just how we we sometimes organize our things. We hear totally different things when we say the words. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it happens. Well, I want to hear what I'm not surviving. You wake up and you're in the ocean, in a warm ocean, so you're not in danger of hypothermia. Totally in danger of sharks, though. Yeah, you are. You already have a wetsuit on, and there's a little floaty thing that has 500 milliliters of water that's attached to you. Okay. And you don't see shore anywhere. Like, anywhere okay. you look, it's just water. What do you do? Okay, so the only thing I have is a wetsuit and a 500 milliliter bottle of water. So I can't float on this because it's not big enough. No. So I'm going to start looking for anything I can float on. Because after a while, I'm going to get really, really tired of treading water. (laughs) So I'm going to keep swimming and looking for a piece of driftwood or something. Because what I really, really need to do is conserve my energy. Now, I am any sign of a boat to start waving my hands that I need help. If it gets dark and sharks come, I'm fucked. (laughs) So this crazy thing where I apparently no longer sleep in pajamas but a wetsuit I no, it's like like someone like drugged you and then you wake up in in this scenario I'm completely at the mercy of 
hopefully somebody showing up or finding some sort of piece of wood or something I can I can drift on. Otherwise, it's warm water, so there are sharks. No matter what you say, there are sharks because it's warm water and they're everywhere. And if I can't find my way out, I'm going to drown or die by shark. So the reason why I was so excited about this, I was in the ocean on vacation. And if you angled yourself the right way, all you saw was just water. And so while Blake and I were, were swimming, I was like, Blake, what would you do? If all of a sudden you couldn't see anything, you didn't know where land was. Right. And my thought was very similar to yours, actually. The only difference would be instead of swimming or treading water, I would float. Yes. Because that would help to conserve the energy. And then I would hope that either A, a boat would come by or that the tide would take me into shore from floating. Right. I like this. And I think that we should keep the game like this where you have the option to give out a random scenario that you just make up in your head with maybe no actual good solution or be a realistic solution and provide advice for how to best survive. Yeah. This is your dream of killing me <laughs> I don't... In, in a segment over and over again. <laughs> because you're going to come up with these things. So what happens if you wake up and there's no air? How was I sleeping if there was no air? Anyway... That was Would We Survive? What'd you guys think? Two times tech. It's two times tech. I love it. That was it, right? That that's was good. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember what we did last time, but I like that. All right. Then that's it. That's the intro. <laughs> so I follow a great YouTuber, and his handle is MKBHD, or if you want to follow his channel, it's uh, Marquise Brownlee. And he posed a question recently that I said, we got to weigh in on this. Are tablets dead? You know what? This could not have been a more timely question because I'm currently thinking about getting a new tablet and wondering, should I even bother? Well, so here's the thing. A couple years ago, when smartphones were four inches tops and laptops were... 15 inches, you got a tablet to fill in the gap in between. But now smartphones are getting bigger and they can do much more. You have a couple tablets, actually. What do you do? You use them? I use a tablet every day during my commute. I every morning put something to watch on it and I watch it on uh, the bus. And not day. on your phone. You you watch on your tablet. I watch it on the tablet because it's a it, it's a bigger screen. It's a bigger screen. Okay. Yeah. How big is your tablet screen? Nine inches? Uh, It's a 10 inch. Yeah. I, I enjoy it, but I don't know when the next one I'm going to get is. Yeah, like I kind of look at my tablet and, and granted while on vacation it was my lifeline because I read all my books on it. Right. Because why would you have anything? Well, that's the other thing. E-readers, the Kindle e-readers so with, cheap. with that matte screen. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to read on something, it's all it's better to read on that because it doesn't interfere with the sun and you can always see it. You know what, though? I didn't have any issues sitting in the sun on the beach reading. But what kills it for me and why I would not ever get a Kindle is the fact that I cannot borrow books from the library onto my Kindle. What? Yeah. Oh. Because they don't have the app. And then if you're going to get a Kindle Fire, it's a tablet anyway. So I might as well go with... Get a better tablet. Yeah. 
Hmm. Interesting. And as as Marquis says in his in his vlog, people are not upgrading their tablets as often as they upgrade their computers or their phones. My computer, my phone are my lifeline. Yes. My tablet is my toy. Yes. I don't need to bring my tablet with me, but I need to bring my phone. Exactly. So th- so are you going to get a tablet then? After this conversation? I don't know. I mean, I think so because there is that void. I do want to sit on my couch and play around, but I think I'm going to look for what options are out there and how much do they cost. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to get an iPad. Oh, my gosh. So what do you think? Are tablets dead? We'd love to know. Make sure to hit us up either on Facebook or Twitter, whatever. Let us know. All right, time for the next tech piece. There's an app that apparently lets you delete drunk texts. I could use this app right away. (laughs) I could use this app every single day. I, I don't even need to be drunk. I have so much regret sometimes when I send a message that I'm like, oh, my God, I need to delete that message. The thing that I don't like about it is that it's an app. Well, that's what I don't like about it either. So they... Have this system where you can recall your message, but you got to go and put all of your messaging now through the app. It's available for the iPhone only right now, not Android, and it's called Privates. Terrible name! Excuse me, friend. Please download Privates. They're going to be like, are you asking me to download porn? This is the problem I have with all apps, with all things. So you're a TV company or you're in the television business and then you create an app And that app now does something that your TV station doesn't do anymore. But now you have to get everybody on a second platform when TV is so easy. Right? Everybody knows how TV works. It's the same with text messaging. Everybody knows how text messaging works. I will text you. You will text me. And it works through my own messaging app. Trying to get other people to sign up for another app they're not familiar with to try and text through that instead is bonkers. All right. Well, let us know, does this app sound good to you or is it just something that you are like, ah, it's cool, but I don't want to download it. Trailer Trash. We have a new movie this week. It is called The Shallows. Check out, like, stop everything. Watch (laughs) the trailer and then unpause us so you can, like, be in on it. Yeah, because you need to have seen it in order to understand what we're about to say I got to say, Becky and I are obsessed with shark movies. And when I saw this trailer last week drop, I was so in. It is literally one person stuck on a rock in a lagoon that is very shallow, but there is a massive shark. And and can she make it to shore in time? Wow. It's amazing. Like, it- It's such an intense trailer. Such an intense, like, and you're talking like it's a teaser trailer. It's not a full-length trailer, but it does everything it needs to do to set up the story, and my mind goes to, oh, this is the next Jaws. I I, I don't know. Like, not in the sense of Jaws. It's not trying to be Jaws. It's not. It's it's a small survival-scale story. You got Blake Lively looking. Is that Blake Lively? Blake Lively, Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize at all. So as Blake Lively, I guess she was swimming. Something happened. She may, maybe it rubbed her or something. I don't know. And she swam to this rock or this. It looks like a rock. Yeah, it's a rock. It looks like a rock. And she's just trying to. She doesn't know what she's going to do. 
and this massive, like you see nothing except the back of the size of this 25, 30 foot freaking shark. Yeah. It looks enormous. It looks, it looks bigger than anything I like think of when I think of a shark. And when it goes by, it's like. It's, it's like a just, shadow in the water. It's just ominous. Yeah. It's just, I'm not looking at you. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just here. Yeah. What's going to happen next? Oh, my gosh. It looks incredible. And again, this is like two seconds. It's a very short teaser. It is, and but it's all you need. You don't need more for that movie any longer, and and it wouldn't be as suspenseful. It's one of the best trailers as a single entity that I've seen in a long time. When you think of a shark, yes. you think of Jaws. Yes. You know, and I think that this movie wants to be the, when I think of a shark, I think of The Shallows and Jaws. It's fair to compare every shark movie of all time to the greatest film ever created. I Totally makes sense to me. Anything that takes place on a beach or in the water or has a sheriff, you have to compare to Jaws, the greatest freaking movie of all time. Totally get it. I'm with you. When people are in the water, when people are in a film, if somebody made a movie, you got to compare it to Jaws. I get it. There are literally three people cast in this movie. That's pretty bold. I agree. I agree. So next week, we are going to ask something of you. You're going to watch a movie with us because coming out next Friday is Hardcore Henry. You may have seen some of the posters around town. This movie is boasting itself as the first ever first person filmed movie. You see everything, the whole film, through the eyes of this guy, Henry. And apparently this action movie is bonkers. And it's like actually doing well with the ratings. Like 94% around the Critics tomatoes. are loving it. Critics are loving it. Is it this year's Fury Road? Oh, is it? So I've picked three movies that we could watch next week. We're only going to choose one, but I'm going to leave that choice because these are bananas movies. I'm going to leave that choice to you. Yes, you. So we're going to put a Facebook poll up with these three movies, but we're also going to put a poll up on at It's Ivana. She is going to put it on her Twitter feed. Yep. You have until Tuesday at noon to cast a vote on what movie you'd like to hear us talk about next week. Here are your movies that you can choose from. Dread. Crank. Or Machete. Three crazy hardcore movies. I know which one I kind of want to win. Which one do you want to win? I don't think I can say that because that would potentially change people's You're thoughts. right. You can't say that. After this, you'll tell me. Yeah. Okay. Do you well, have one good. that you want to win? Oh, hell yeah. I, I am rooting for things all over. So next week, we'll let you know which ones we watch plus which ones we were hoping we would watch. So we'll see. Yeah. So you will find out on the next podcast what one. And that is it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back again next week. We really appreciate that you're spending time with us. If you'd like to reach out, tell us anything that's on your mind. You can check us out at friendselephants.com. Or Facebook slash friendselephants. You can always email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com. Or catch us on Twitter. I'm at it, Savannah. And I'm at Jester J. And this is the week. I always say this, but I'm saying it again because I love you. 
please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on Stitcher. Leave us a review on the podcast app that you use and frequent and love. Join us on Facebook. It really does help us get discovered by other random people. The more reviews we get, it's a super small thing to do at the end of the day. And so we really hope that you help us. And we do appreciate We really, really do. So, what did you learn today, Ivana? What do you want to pass on to these fine folks listening? I learned that there's a Messenger website. What? Yeah, there's a Messenger website, and you could just bookmark it. And when you walk away from your computer, oh, pick it up on your phone. I learned that there is uh, no love in your heart for vacation. Yeah. The first vacation, not Christmas vacation. But even the first vacation. All the vacations. I find this shocking. I don't understand why the whole world loves these movies so much. I just don't get it. (laughs) 